That's me tickling the ivories right here. Uh huh. Good morning. Or good day. Whatever. Let's do this. It's Monday, May 30th, 2023. I'm back. great weekend i hope you had a great weekend as well i mean we i mean it just it just couldn't have been better i love that it just it says so much um the weather oh my god now my lawn doesn't love the weather it's been pretty dry yeah. um but uh man if you wanted to get some stuff done over the weekend you couldn't uh, you couldn't have picked a better weekend. And you had an extra day. So, yeah, um, it's a good GSD weekend, man. It really was. Uh, I hope you guys had a good one. And I um, hope it doesn't stop there. I hope you have a good week. Yeah, I'm going to have a good week. I know I am. This feels like a good week. It feels good. I woke up this morning. Um, I want to just make sure I'm not wrecking something for later with <laughs> What to talk to, so I'm reading ahead. I woke up this morning and I swear to God, I had two songs playing in my head. And this is just so, like, I mean, I don't know. Th- these things happen to me all the time where I think of something and that makes me say a phrase or a word, and then suddenly there's a song in my head for the rest of the day. Um, but this morning I woke up uh, first with, um, and I've said this before, with uh, John Denver playing in my head. Um, thank God I'm a country boy. The line specifically, uh, you know, the sun's coming up, got cakes all on the griddle. Um, I just, like, I love getting up before the sun. And this morning, it might even still be technically before the sun. Um, but I've been up for a while. And the, it was not dark, but just, like, you could start sensing there was light coming. And uh, that's, it just, I thought of that. And then I was, I, I we were so active and so busy and yesterday, uh, Lisa just wanted to take a day off, so she did, and uh, I cleaned the garage. And when you clean the garage, you know that there's all kinds of things you're going to be doing in there, all kinds of things you're going to be lifting, all kinds of, you're going to, when you get to a certain age, <laughs> you're going to probably be sore the next day, and I'm not sore at all. And so the other song that was playing in my head was uh, James Brown, I Feel Good. I feel, uh, yeah, so it, it's a good day. It's an excellent day. So good, in fact. We should take it one step further and let's tell a little jokey poo. What did the yoga instructor say to her landlord when he tried to evict her? Nah, I'm going to stay. <laughs> That's honestly, that is so clever. What did the yoga instructor and I just, nah, I'm going to stay. Ah, I love it. This is, uh, <clears throat> I could probably go on and on and on about what I'm grateful for today. Just feeling good. Feeling really good. Uh, but it was, as I mentioned, a very, very good GSD weekend, and I needed that. A uh, month or so ago, I was really down because there was a bunch of stuff I needed to get done. I couldn't get done on my own. And everything was kind of failing. Um, it was just, 
and largely because I was handicapped. I normally don't let my handicap bother me, but in those moments, it was just infuriating. Things that I know I can do, but I can't do them. Ugh, that was horrifying. But this weekend, let's just say made up for that in spades. Oh, my God. Checked a lot of stuff off the list. There were things that I wanted to do that I didn't even touch, and I'm, I'm glad. There was things I wanted to get done and didn't even look at them, and I'm glad. Because the things I did get done were just, they're going to be more meaningful every day. So got a lot of planting done, a lot of yard care. I don't know. It was just a good weekend, man. Good weekend. Um, Lisa was on board, so I'm grateful for her. She was not only on board, but we were just totally in sync. And let's do this. Let's get this done, this done, this done. The hounds were well behaved. So Lisa and the hounds are back in the, in the list. Um, yeah, it was it was a good weekend. Perfect weather. You could have done anything this weekend. Anything. It wasn't too hot, not too cold. Uh, a little warm yesterday. We did here where I live. It's very breezy all the time. And yesterday just was a little less. So when you were outside in the afternoon, it was it was a little warm. But I mean, I was in the garage, so it was fine. It was warm in there, but. No sun beating down on me. It's a very musical weekend for me and for Lisa on TV. A little bit more me than her. Um, I I will say that yes, this is all yesterday. No, I think on Saturday or Friday, Sunday night. Sunday night we watched an Ed Sheeran concert. He's got a new <clears throat> album coming out. If you follow Ed Sheeran at all, um, he's not my top artist by any stretch of the imagination. Mid artist in my list of artists but i do find him very talented he's quite funny um and he's had the, if, you, if you follow him at all he's all his albums have to do with mathematics um there's the plus the the uh, divide album there's equals album um and this is the subtract album and he had been working on this for he knew he was going to do all of these albums like this and he had an idea what this album was going to be but last year ran into kind of a brick wall of tragedy and um, struggle. And this concert was very, um, I don't want to say down, but it was very uh, emotional. And he talks about every song and explains what went into it. Uh, he His wife was uh, diagnosed with cancer, in 2022 uh, and it was a pretty serious diagnosis and uh, she was also pregnant at the time making it you know more of a challenge and then um, his best friend died and that was obviously a challenge for him he had two lawsuits come up uh, roughly the same time and uh, anyway you know the songs in the, the album became something different for him and um, he wrote it in a different way and it was it was Really, really interesting to watch. To stay on the Ed Sheeran thing last night, I was, in fact, yesterday afternoon when I got done, probably four or five o'clock, I sat down and I was flipping through trying to find something to watch. And I found this really cool thing, um, which I'll talk about in a second, called A Short, A Sort of Homecoming. And it was about U2, the band U2, and it was with Dave Letterman. Um, but <clears throat> Ed Sheeran, uh, I when I was flipping through Disney, he had a mini series on Disney plus, which of course Lisa is, this is her guy. I mean, there's no one better than Ed Sheeran for Lisa. She just, 
So I found it and I'm like, okay, you know, after I'm done watching this and we're settling down, she'll want to watch this. The Ed Sheeran series is excellent. It really is really, really good. And what it is, it's, uh, it's this, it's more in depth about this whole, uh, time of his life that he wrote the album about. And it's interviews with him. It's him talking directly to the camera. It's interviews with his wife, his friends, his mom, his dad, um, all the way from back in his youth through this period. And it was really great. I mean, especially imagine if you're Lisa and this is like probably your favorite artist, maybe ever. And, you know, she gets to have this inside peek and, you know, kind of get to know what he's like. Um, so th- it was excellent. Uh, if you can appreciate Ed Sheeran, and even if you can't, it's still a good story. Um, I recommend it. But the other thing that I watched, uh, Lisa wasn't around at the time, uh, sort of Homecoming. Uh, and it's you uh, two rethinking a lot of their biggest hits. And, you know, they're like, we've been doing this for 50 years. You know, you obviously, some of the songs they felt were unfinished. Some of the biggest songs you could possibly think of. Um, Streets have no name. They're like, here we are 50 years later and we're finishing the song. It was was very cool. Uh, Hosted by David Letterman. And uh, it it was excellent. Uh, If you're a U2 fan, you have to kind of be a music fan because you're probably not going to love what they've done to all of the songs. From a music fan's perspective, it was extraordinarily interesting and the songs were excellent and they're broken down um and uh david letterman had a great line in there so it's just adam uh, i'm sorry it's just uh bono and the edge and larry and adam the other members of the band aren't there they were doing something else at the time and uh so they have this intimate kind of set up and there's a lot of acoustical instruments and uh, David Letterman is introducing them and he's talking to them at one point during this special and he says, you know you know who else is in town right now? A huge show, huge show. And Bono and Hedger are like, who? And he goes, Larry and Adam. They're right down the road here <laughs> doing another show. It's pretty funny. Have to know you two. That probably was a total dumb thing to say because you had to be there. Um, I also watched four episodes of World War II in color yesterday morning from, say, 536 o'clock till... I don't know, eight or something like that. And um, always thankful for those who served and sacrificed, even if it's not Memorial Day. Um, but I try to watch something like that every Memorial Day. So I hope that you have something to be grateful for. I had a lot today. I mean, we're 11 minutes into this stupid thing, and and uh, I could keep going on. So what are you grateful for? And don't forget to tell people what you're grateful for. Okay. This segment is called What's Eating Kale. It's the meat of the program, and um, these are things that interest, confuse, and gnaw at me. Sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're good. A um, little bit of indifference today. Um, but uh, let's see, we are 30 days late uh, from getting payments from our big investment. That was almost perfect right there. Um, but I'm in a very good place with that because it seems like that's any day now. Um, so super excited about that. Uh, but in true form, I just thought it'd be fun for you to experience my pain with me. Uh, cause everything that we've done with this project has taken a lot longer, which these projects often do. Anytime you get into anything new, 
It's going to take longer than you think. Anytime you get into something you're super excited about, it's going to take longer than you think. Just the way it is. Um, so thing number one that I am, um, that's eating me today. It always sounds sexual when I say that. Maybe it should be. Um, crabgrass. Does that bother everybody else as much as it bothers me? Um, crabgrass. When I mow, you know, when the lawn's nice and manicured, no one knows I have crabgrass. It's hard to look at the whole lawn and see it, but I know where it is. I see it every time I'm on. I mow. Every time I mow. I, there it is. It's just, and it mocks me. It's like, hi, I'm down here. I'm really ugly. And I just, I'm taking over your yard. And I hate it. And everybody who takes care of our yard, like the fertilizer people, the pre-emergent people, the, you know, anybody who comes and cleans up our yard for like, you know, we have uh, people come in and they trim things back and um, do whatever they need to do in the winter, or I'm sorry, in the fall and the spring. They all claim that they can take care of crabgrass. No one has ever, I had a chunk of crabgrass that was so big and ugly. And it was right on the edge of a flower bed. All summer long, we had a guy that was helping us. We were doing some pretty major work that year. And uh, he kept saying, yeah, you don't, I sprayed it down. It's not going anywhere. And he just, it just, it's an MRFer. It's a real pain in the ass. And I should probably do a little bit of that. Um, so I Googled. And, I mean, I, I, all of the stuff I knew. But... It, I don't am I gonna go seriously pull every instance of crabgrass and then I mean really that's what it says. You just gotta go pull it. You know, of course you gotta put your pre emergent down, your post emergent down. Uh keep your lawn this is a weird one. Keep your lawn two to three inches. I mine's like four. Um maybe it's maybe it's three, but it's we got a thick lawn. And I, anyway, like I got to pull them and then what they're saying is you pull them and then you put soil and you overseed in that area. Kirk, that's a whole weekend's worth of work right there, I think, in my yard. I swear. And keep it watered, which of course we do. Hard to keep watered right now. We haven't had rain here in a while. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the other thing that's bothering me is, you know, I do that click thing with my tongue. I do that after I swallow. I swallow. I do that. What's, what's, where does that come from? So weird. Your body's so weird. I'd like, or is it some sort of like, I consciously do that? I do it on purpose? It's a habit maybe? I don't know. I, it feels just automatic, so I don't, I don't really know. Anyway, um, fake news was the other thing. Um, I don't watch news, haven't for years. Um, but there are times when I would like to get news and just get a rundown of what's going on in the world. But how? How do you do that without getting like infuriated because some news organization is trying to rev everybody up and get everybody all peed off? Um, so I was trying to research like unbiased news sources. And I came across 10. And I don't agree with nine of them. Um, maybe I don't agree with eight. 
Could be seven, but I I don't actually. The first three, I'm going to, or the first two, I'm going to tell you right now that I don't know that I agree that they are unbiased. They're supposed to be, and maybe they're of the most unbiased. Uh, Reuters and Associated Press. But I found them both to have their own slant. I, I mean, I used to work in radio, and Associated Press was always the news that you'd rip um, to, to do your news segments. And I don't know if I agree that, that, that they're not slanted. Um, maybe they're of the most unslanted, but they're, I don't believe that they are unslanted. Reuters, um, same thing. Um, kind of the same thing as AP, in my opinion. The third one is the one that I thought was most intriguing because I actually watch this from time to time because it's always interesting to get uh, the angle from an outside source, not an American source. Um, BBC News, I like to watch that from time to time. And I, and I don't know if it is unslanted. I don't know that I've ever paid enough attention, but it's always interesting to watch like this British uh, view of America when American stories come up. I think it's, it's kind of neat. But then these were also in the list. NPR, are you kidding me? Uh, the Wall Street Journal, eh. New York Times, eh. Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera is an interesting one, but I became aware of, probably like most people, during one of the Gulf Wars, I think, or maybe it was during um, Afghanistan. But they would they would say, Al Jazeera is saying this. And that also interests me. I don't know much about Al Jazeera, except for it would potentially interest me like BBC does, that it's a outside source looking in. Um, and then The Guardian, don't know much about The Guardian. Uh, Bloomberg, I don't agree that that is um, unbiased. And the this one is just shocking that it's in here. PBS News NewsHour, um, very liberal in my opinion. Uh, anyway, uh, then the the research that I they all said you know check everything with Snopes and Politifact, which then I'm like I don't know if those are. Now they do always kind of show any story from a different angle. I guess I guess that's probably the thing so it is uh it's tough i mean why can't we just fucking have news excuse me why can't we just have news why can't we just have say somebody say here's what happened and i don't care if you say republicans said this and democrats said that i don't care but don't be making faces and giving me your opinion and that's the only kind of news you have and there's stories you don't tell because they don't fit your agenda. And there's stories you do tell because they do. And there's stories you tell in a way that you tell. Ugh. Ugh. Let's move on. Just talking about that gets me all revved up. What do I, I don't know. Learning from my mistakes. What have I learned? Um, what have you learned? What does everybody learn? Every day, I get to learn a little something. I was reminded over the weekend, especially watching the Ed Sheeran thing, that uh, a, a, a business mentor and good friend of mine who is suffering from Lou Gehrig's disease um, used to say this to me all the time during the recession. He was probably the best sounding board I had during the recession. He would listen. He would, you know, I don't know, like comfort and offer good advice Um but he would say this all the time, and I'm sure his daughters and his family would appreciate this. Um, if you run into a problem, he'd say, Kale, you're going to look back on this one day and it's going to be a pimple on an elephant's ass. 
And I am not hitting the swear jar for that today. And the, the idea behind a pimple on an elephant's ass is, you know, it's spit in the ocean. It's, this is nothing. This too shall pass, right? Like, in the whole scheme of things. But, every once in a while, there are things that are somewhat life-altering. And they're not just a pimple on an elephant's ass. But you will get over them, and life will go on. Um, you know, this too shall pass, but... You know, Ed Sheeran makes this point a couple of times during his specials that, you know, his best friend was a music executive and made a lot of people famous. And he said, you know, I wanted the whole world to stop like they do for the queen. And he goes, and for a day they did. There was a big ceremony and celebration for him. Um, but then he said, next day, everybody's back at work. Everybody moves on. And he didn't want to. And, you know, he'd gone through, you know, a cancer diagnosis with his wife. And he'd been through a lot. And, you know, in his head, at this point, a year later, um, it's life-altering. And he was going through this video and, and, you know, through this series that he was doing. And he was saying, you know, and the, this is true of all grief, right? This is the first year. This is the first birthday, the first Christmas, the first 4th of July. Well, maybe he's not celebrating the 4th of July. If you want dumb examples, come to Kale. Um, but whatever it was, it was that whole year was going to be filled with the first that he wasn't there. And uh, sometimes those things aren't just a pimple on an elephant's ass. Um, they will pass. Um, and maybe in the whole scheme of things, we'll be on our deathbed going, you know, that that I that wasn't as impactful as I thought it was or made it out to be. And I've lost friends and um I always tried to, you know, immediately find why. Like, why did this happen? In in a different way than you might think. <clears throat> I'm not trying to find like cause of death or <clears throat> I had one friend die of a pretty tragic accident in you like I'm not trying to figure out why or how or whatever that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is <clears throat> why did it why does it like matter to me like obviously it matters to me because of the loss but there's maybe a bigger thing there and from almost every loss I found or tried to find the good um one guy that I was getting to know uh, fell off a mountain in uh, the side of a mountain in um, Vancouver, I think it was. And uh, the thing that I learned from that was, and for some reason I'm getting more and more hoarse here as I go along here. Sorry about that. Um, And uh, I, I wasn't trying to figure out like why or how or, you know, any of that. I wasn't trying to, that that wasn't it. But what I did come away with was he was on a business trip. If I would have been on that same business trip, I would have been in my hotel room. And he was climbing a mountain. And it made me realize that I need to do more and to live more. Uh, Obviously not put myself in harm's way when I can avoid it, but... um, it was, it was one of those things where I was like, you know, 
everybody else is like, oh, sometimes just accidents happen. I'm like, well, it means something, though. And we should all take something away from that. So I don't know if Ed Sheeran can hear me, but, um, you know, there's probably something to take away. Something to, you know, make yourself and people around you better. Uh, anyway, I even if you're not an Ed Sheeran fan, I would recommend both the series on Disney Plus and the uh, Apple TV uh, concert. They're they're both quite good. They really were. So that's what's eating kale today. Coming up tomorrow or Thursday, not sure yet. AI is going to write my segments for me, and then Tom Parker and I are going to talk tech. Hopefully that'll help you. Maybe not. Thank you.